0: Hey, everybody. Uh, Craig Shop here with the Ohioan Podcast, and these are your Ohioan Weekend Reviews. This week, we're looking at a couple of sitcoms and a uh, really over-the-top action movie. But first, we're going to start with the first four episodes that are streaming right now on the latest and one of the greatest HBO Max originals that they've released here in the first year of their existence, Hacks. This is a uh, show about a... Uh, sort of a uh, comedian long in the tooth played by Jean Smart. She's kind of fading a little bit as a star in Las Vegas at her residency. So she's paired up with a young woman uh, who's played by Hannah Einbinder, who is a terrific stand-up comedian. If you ever get a chance to watch her, she's very funny. Uh, but she plays a, a struggling writer who's trying to overcome uh, some adversity after an um, uh, inappropriate tweet has kind of gotten her in hot water. Uh, she's hired by Smart and her uh, manager to to write for Gene uh, Smart's character Deborah Vance to try to punch up some of her uh, material and also keep her relevant in an ever-growing uh, diverse uh, range of, of acts in Vegas. And I tell you what, both Gene Smart and Hannah Einbinder give terrific performances. They really bring this really great comic timing. There's a lot of jokes that are told that are eventually paid off in the episode. It really just is an acting class from Gene Smart. She has really developed uh, a great relationship here with HBO Max and HBO. She's currently, um, of course, in Hacks here in HBO Max in the original. But you can also see her in Mayor of Easttown, playing uh, the mother of the of the title character, Mayor uh, Sheehan, and she does a great job there in more of a dramatic role, but also sometimes very funny in that role. But Smart, you know, sometimes you got to take a little bit for granted with her because, you know, she's been around for quite a while and she's given out great performances time and time again, especially on TV. And it's really great to see her hit sort of this new stride, I guess you could say, uh, really taking over uh, this project with Hacks. I think she is uh, almost assured to be a shoe-in nominee uh, for uh, Best Actor in a, in a Comedy Series or Best Actress in a comedy series. Uh, she is that good. Consistently funny. She brings drama to, to the role as well. Um, but really what, what strikes me about this film is it's really about relationships. It's sort of the old guard with Deborah Vance and the new guard with Hannah Einbinder's Ava who kind of come together and they don't really get, get along very well. And they they never probably will because they're just two different people. But you you see this relationship building as they kind of get to know each other, what makes each other tick. You know, uh, the Deborah Vance character is such a, a, a meticulous and intricate character. Uh, the way Gene Smart plays her, she does she's very meticulous about lining things up. She's almost almost obsessively compulsive in sort of her you know being meticulous and doing things. Whereas Ava is kind of a go by the you know seat of her pants, doesn't really care. That's why she kind of got herself in the hot water by uh, you know, uh, referencing a tweet, uh, you know that made fun of someone, and I really think that the the play between these two, just perfect on you know screen chemistry between Smart and Einbinder, and I, I really didn't know who uh, Einbinder was uh, until I saw her in this role, and she's very new to the acting game. Really, this is only her fourth uh, credit; or only her third major credit. Uh, she was also in a short, but um, you know Einbinder. Is a stand-up comedian. She was uh, made her television debut last year um, on Stephen Colbert's show right before the pandemic really hit, um, and she's got a very dry sense of stand-up comedy. You know, comedy, but in this show, she really kind of lets her personality out, and I think she does a great job of sort of conveying, you know, conveying sort of the uh, the issues maybe that some millennials are dealing with and uh, trying to make their mark, and also, you know, trying to coincide with that older guard and and certainly Deborah Vance is that old guard that maybe just won't go away and and give that extra opportunity to those millennials so it's really a nice little give and take between the two you get a chance to really see um you know what makes these people tick but uh so far we're only four episodes in but i absolutely love this show i can't wait to to watch more episodes uh every thursday uh, they have at least a two episode drop, although I'm kind of hoping that HBO Max decides to uh, maybe extend that a little bit, and maybe add a few more episodes like they have done uh, with uh, some other of their uh, original programming. But normally they're they're dropping episodes two at a time every Thursday for this show. and it's it certainly has become for me, appointment viewing. Um I had a chance to watch. Uh, all four episodes now and I'm really just hooked on this series and I really just can't wait to see more Because the the, the performance by Gene Smart the writing and the jokes are very funny They get paid off uh, in the end But there's there's also more beyond the surface of just a, a comedy show and in sort of a sitcom It's more of a dramatic comedy where we really get a chance to, to see these two women's lives Maybe change forever because they meet each other. It's kind of interesting dynamic so definitely recommend hacks. Through the first four episodes, I am giving hacks four stars out of four. I really hope that this show continues its momentum. I, I believe it's going to be about a ten episode run for this first season. But I'm already hooked. I'm already, uh, you know, anxiously awaiting next Thursday already, uh, just so we can see more episodes. But four episodes in, you know, that I've been able to see, this this show is fantastic. Gene Smart. Definitely, I believe, deserves an Emmy nomination for her role. She is just fantastic, knocks it out of the park, brings the comedy, but also a little bit of drama to the role as well. She just does a great job, and she is really hitting home run after home run for HBO, I, you know, in HBO Max. So I really hope that, um, you know, Warner Media ties her up with a bunch of other roles because she is just absolutely fantastic. So four stars out of four for, um, Hacks. It's uh, currently on HBO Max. So go ahead and stream it. I absolutely, truly believe this is one of the best comedy shows that you'll see this year. So moving from that to maybe a little bit lesser of a comedy, Mr. Mayor. This is a TV series that uh, appears on uh, Peacock or on on NBC. You can stream it on Peacock or you can also stream it on Hulu if you have Hulu. Um, That's where I stream the, the, the nine episode first season run. I will say, you know, Ted Danson, I think, probably got this role fresh off of The Good Place. He did a great job in that show for so many years, and, you know, he gets a chance to kind of shine a little bit here, but most of the time he's just kind of playing a bumbling buffoon of a a mayor of, of Los Angeles, not really understanding certain things. But, you know, he does have an opportunity to kind of uh, spar a little bit with Holly Hunter, which is amazing. I'm so glad they got Holly Hunter in this uh, show because she brings a lot of uh, passion and fire to it. She's an Oscar winning actress, which not many Oscar winning actresses um, are going to, uh, you know, the TV route or especially the network television route. So I'm glad she uh, definitely you know, knocks her role out of the park playing a uh, city councilwoman who is all about the environment, all about, you know, counting every nickel and dime in Los Angeles. And she plays this uh, this sort of uptight kind of councilwoman very well. Danson, of course, as I said, you know, he's always been great, you know, from Cheers to The Good Place and everything in between. But here I kind of think he's not really given as, he's kind of given that, you know, confused character look, if you will. And I, I really wish that Danson was given a little bit better material to work with. Um, you know, there are times where he kind of gets away from that and he's actually a little bit more serious and, you know, plays the mayor straight like he understands what's going on, but far too often I think they kind of let him down a little bit um, with this uh, with this show. Um, there are some solid performances uh, from the supporting cast. Uh, sorry if I butcher the names, but uh, Vela Lavelle, uh, who plays Michaela, she's sort of the, the chief of staff for the mayor. She's fun. Uh, Mar- um, Mike Cabellon, who uh, also plays a staff member, is very fun. And Bobby Moynihan, Saturday Night Live graduate, uh, also is a, a very fun supporting cast. Probably a little too over the top for what you would expect at a mayor's office, but I guess you never know. Um, but I will say that I think, uh, you know, really good supporting performances here from from everybody uh, we see, you know, Danzen and his daughter, you know, living alone in the uh, the mayor's mansion. Uh, her, her, his daughter's name, Orly, played by Kyla Kennedy, and she does a good job of sort of being that that opposite of what Ted Danzen's character is, which is, you know, you've got the sort of buffoon mayor who's trying to repair his relationship with his daughter, and you've got the the young daughter who's trying to branch out and be her own person, and You know, there's some good interplay between those two, but at the end of the day, they both love each other and and kind of come together more often than not. Um, But overall, I can't really recommend the mayor per se. I will say that I wouldn't mind seeing a second season, and I do know that it has been renewed for a second season, so I am kind of interested to see if maybe a second season uh, could maybe explore a, a little bit more options and just, you know, maybe maybe enhance what, what's what been done because I think there are some good elements here to a good show. Uh, it does keep your attention for the most part, but it's also one of those shows, too, where I don't think it's going to be must-watch TV. I don't think it's going to be something where, you know, if you wanted to, you know, do some homework or if you wanted to work on something while you're watching it, you could probably do that and really not lose the gist of what's going on. So, unfortunately for me, I'm giving Mr. Mayor two stars Um, I, I think, you know, I'd like to see a second season but I'd like to see a little bit of change there with Ted Danson's character, because he's so talented and sometimes he can play that confused buffoon pretty well, but I'd like to see him sink his teeth into this a little bit more, give this guy a lot more to to work with because he is a truly talented actor. So two stars out of four for Mr. Mayor. Uh, now we're going to kind of switch gears entirely uh, every week I like to give you a free streaming movie that you can watch without having to pay for a subscription uh, to various uh, platforms like Amazon Prime, HBO Max, Peacock, um, you know, Paramount Plus, Netflix. This week I'm looking back at the 2007 film Death Proof. Now, it's probably going to become no secret that I'm a humongous Quentin Tarantino fan He is my favorite working director today. Uh, Death Proof, while it wasn't his best film, obviously it's probably closer to the bottom of his films. I will say, though, this film was entirely entertaining throughout. Kurt Russell is awesome in this film. He plays Stuntman Mike, where basically he's a stunt driver who uh, has a little bit of a thrill for the theatrics and also a, a thirst for blood. As he often, uh, you know, goes to bars and kind of scopes out potential victims, usually female victims, that he can uh, get into a crash with and crash head on to them. But he kind of frames it as these women are drunk and maybe they might have caused the accident. And he is sober as a bird when he gets into these crashes with these uh, with these women. And essentially, even though he may get hurt in these crashes, he's often, uh, you know, void of any responsibility. So Russell gives us really cocky and arrogant performance as the stuntman, which it, it just kind of fits this role extremely well. It's a terrific action film. I will say this, that Tarantino, you get that classic Tar- Tarantino dialogue, uh, whether it's, you know, women in the diner talking about things. I think that Tarantino <clears throat> may have missed the mark a little bit. He wanted to go really B movie with this film, and I think he does accomplish that. It, it, to a certain degree. I don't think it's a perfect kind of example of a B-movie. Uh, I think he tries to have a little bit more seriousness in there. Uh, but I do—I I will say that throughout the two, two hours and seven-minute runtime, it always kept my attention, always kept me wanting to see what was happening next. And at the end of the day, while some people may not be a huge fan of Death Proof uh, with Tarantino, he did deliver overall. You know, there's a lot of great stunt work here, uh, Zoe Bell, who's a, who did the stunt work on Kill Bill for Uma Thurman, uh, plays basically herself uh, as a stunt woman um, who gets into some really hairy situations uh, as the, she and her friends are, are trying to battle Kurt Russell uh, for road supremacy, essentially. And uh, really, you know, one of the things that I took away from this film is when it first came out uh, way back in 2007, is that uh, Tarantino shot... The, the chase sequences between Russell and Zoe Bell and her friends at, at normal speed. So he wanted these. He did not want to speed up the camera to make it appear that they were driving faster. Um, but, uh, you know, it really made for some intense moments. And really, Zoe Bell deserves a lot of credit for her work uh, on the hood of the car, if you will, literally on the hood of the car, as she uh, you know avoided uh, probably near death multiple times shooting those sequences. But she did a great job. Tarantino did a nice job of pacing this film. Didn't you know? It's not the classic two and a half, two hours and forty-five minute Tarantino film. This is, uh, I guess, you could say this is maybe sort of before he started getting into you know some of those epically long you know runtimes like with *Inglorious Bastards* and *The Hateful Eight and *Django Unchained*. This is a, a little bit more digestible, I think, to the normal people. So ultimately, I did enjoy *Death Proof*. I'm giving it three stars out of four after uh, another viewing, uh, really like it. But you can watch this on multiple platforms. If you have subscription, you can watch it on Amazon Prime Video. If you would prefer to watch it for free, obviously ad-supported. The Roku channel has it, Voodoo Free has it, Tubi has it, and Plex also has it. And, of course, you can always rent or buy the film as well. But ultimately, three stars out of four for Death Proof. Uh, This is Craig Shop with the Ohioan Podcast, and this is an Ohioan Weekend Review. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun.